I was thinking about Christmas. I finally got Christmas tree up and um, just uh, sit around. I love to watch the lights and uh, things as you go. But I was thinking about Christmas, and, and I, if you will, please turn your uh, Bibles tonight to Matthew chapter two. Matthew chapter two, and I want to talk about the gifts that the wise men brought in Matthew chapter 2. And I want to begin to read, please, in verse 1. Matthew chapter 2, in verse 1. And when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born? King of the Jews. For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had probably called the wise men, he inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, Bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them, till he came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child of Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll open our spiritual eyes tonight that we could understand what these gifts represent. They're not ordinary gifts. And Father, I pray that you'll help us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'll notice, the Bible does not say how many wise men came bearing these gifts. Now, we get the three wise men because of the three gifts, but there could have been many uh, wise men that came uh, bringing, but they brought all these, just these three gifts that's mentioned here. Now, if you go in the book of Romans, you'll find that uh, there's wise and unwise, or saved and unsaved. And so when, they, when you talk about these wise men, why were they called wise men? Because they were saved. And so uh, all these wise men deal with Jesus Christ as, uh, as no ordinary man, though. They deal with him as God, creator, as one who knows all and who understands all and as one who loves all. Now, when you deal with Christ, you cannot deal with him in trifle ways. But you must deal with him 
about eternity things. Hell, life, death, sin, salvation, and immortality. Now, open him the treasures of your heart is what this is about. Three gifts, so we suppose three wise men. Now, every gift the wise men gave had a profound meaning. If you go back and study them, gold, number one, that's the gift for kings. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse 2, verse 2, saying, Where is he that was born king of the Jews? Now, they had probably read Daniel chapter 9, verse 25, which states the Messiah, or anointed one, the prince, uh, they came seeking a future ruler then, one born to be a king. And Jesus was hailed at his birth as the king of the Jews. Now, at that same label was hung by Pilate on Jesus' cross when he died in John 19 and verse 19, the king of the Jews. Isaiah 9 verse 7 says, Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom. So we did, uh, we deal with Jesus. When you deal with him, you're dealing with him as a king. Now turn over with me, please, to Revelation chapter 19. Revelation chapter 19, and I want to begin to read in verse 11. And I saw heaven open, and behold a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true and righteous. He doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. And armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treaded the winepress of his, the fierceness of his wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his vesture, and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So we know that they're dealing with Jesus here. These wise men are dealing with Jesus as a king. Now, notice again with me, uh, preachers are today, uh, a lot of them is, I know that people have gotten mad with me before about uh, taking up offerings and asking people to give to the Lord and the Lord's Word. But these wise men sure aren't ashamed to do so. Those who gave in Jesus' name, like these wise men, worship God uh, acceptably. The gold is tribute for a king who must reign. King Solomon, when King Solomon sat on his throne in King Solomon's day, the Bible says that everything around him was gold. Silver was counted as nothing speaks of the kingdom. Now, the second gift mentioned here is frankincense. Now, that's the sweet odor of prayers and praises for deity. Frankincense was one ingredient in the sweet perfume or incense which was prepared and used only in the tabernacle and never for a private or ordinary use. Now, let me go back and show you what I'm talking about. 
Turn back to Exodus chapter 30. Exodus chapter 30. <coughs> and I want to begin to read in verse 34. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto these sweet spices, stat and oink and galvium, these sweet spices, with pure frankincense, of each shall there be a light weight, and thou shalt make it a perfume and confection after the art of the prophecy, tempered together, pure and holy. Thou shalt beat some of it very small, and put of it before the testimony of the tabernacle of the congregation. <coughs> Where I will meet with thee, it shall be unto you most holy. And as for the perfume which thou shalt make, you shall not make to yourselves according to the composition of thereof. It shall be unto thee holy for the Lord. Whatsoever shall make like unto it, whosoever shall make like unto it, too small thereto, shall even be cut off from his people. Now keep your finger there. I'm going to come back in a few minutes uh, to some more verses in that same place. But what I'm trying to show you is, well, when these men brought frankincense, they were bringing to a special person for a special thing. The frankincense indicates the deity of Jesus Christ. It was to be offered in worship only to God and never to one simple as a man. This simply teaches us that all Christians should do likewise. Thomas and fall out of his face on his face and say to Jesus in John 20 verse 28 my Lord and my God that's the reason that I bow when I pray I know that I've seen people just look straight ahead and pray and stand and look with their eyes open and everything else but honest to goodness when I pray I bow my head I bow my everything before God because I'm saying to God my Lord and my God in Revelation chapter 5, verse 8, In heaven there are gold and vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. So the sweet perfume of frankincense offered by these wise men pictured the praise and praises that is due only to God. So by these gifts, these wise men acknowledges the deity of Christ and worship Him as God. I was talking to a man some time back. He said, if God is God and Jesus is the Son of God, how can you say there is one God when the Bible says that there's a Father and a Son? And I said, but have you ever read where the Bible says these two are one? And what it's talking about, there's only one God and there's only one to be worshipped. And what makes he said... Jesus was not deity like God the Father is. I said, are you kidding me? The Bible plainly tells you, if you read these three gifts, these gifts was only to be brought to deity. And they brought to Jesus these three gifts, saying to him, you are God. Now the third gift here is myrrh. Now this is a bitter spice shown that shows faith in a suffering Savior. The bitter spice Spice, myrrh, was used for burying. Now, John chapter 19, please. Just turn over to John chapter 19 for just a second. <clears throat> and look with me, please, in uh, verse 
38. Verse 38. John 19 and verse 38. And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him leave. He came therefore and took the body of Jesus. And there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus by night, and brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pound weight. Then took they the body of Jesus and bound it, wound it in linen cloths with spices, as the men of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new scepter, where was never man laid. They laid there, Jesus therefore, because of the Jewish preparation day, for the scepter was nigh at hand. Now here's where they're preparing the body of Jesus, and notice, if you would please, they use uh, myrrh to make the spices preserve his body. Now, the bitter spices, myrrh, was used for burying him. So what these three, or these wise men were saying is, that Jesus is the Savior. They believed in a death and the burial and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Myrrh and alloys are a picture of suffering. And these wise men were taught by the Holy Spirit that Jesus would die for sinners and they could uh, trust Him for salvation then. Now again, uh, the... Exodus chapter 30. Let's go back there a minute. I'll show you again what I'm talking about. In Exodus chapter 30, in verse 22, More the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take thou also unto thee principal spices, and pure myrrh, five hundred shekels, and a sweet cinnamon, half so much, even two hundred and fifty shekels, and of a sweet calvin, two hundred and fifty shekels, and of Cassia, five hundred shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of all, all, all olive, a hen. And thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound, after the art of the prophecy. It shall be a holy anointing oil. Now what it's saying here, this holy anointing oil was used to anoint the tabernacle, the Ark of the Testimony, and other of the things that picture and types of the coming Savior. They picture the atonement of sin by the shedding of blood. So myrrh points to the Savior who suffered and died for sinners. So you have these three compounds, or these three gifts that was made. Jesus, number one, gold. Jesus is king and he therefore deserves our best, gold. Then frankincense, Jesus is deity. And what they were saying is, he is God in flesh, and he therefore deserves our worship, our prayer, and our prayers. Then thirdly, myrrh, Jesus is our Savior. He died for our sins on Calvary's tree, and therefore deserves our service, our sincere faith. And he shed blood for the forgiveness of our sins. What it's all about is Jesus is all he's king, he's Lord, and he's Savior. Amen.
And all three of those gifts that they brought was picturing the three offices of the Lord Jesus Christ. He was not just another man that's bringing gifts to. They knew what they were doing, and they were uh, honoring Him as King, Lord, and Savior. And I, I, I love to study those things. I, I know I don't get them all uh, exactly right, but I sure do love to study about them. And it makes me, it strengthens my faith every time I study. Pray with me, please. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, I do love this story. And what a night it must have been when these men were bringing these gifts. And they represented this baby, not just a baby, but He's King of kings and Lord of lords, and He's our Savior. And now everything they brought and presented to Him represented who He is. We bow our heads, we bow our hearts during this time of year, and we worship You, and we realize that all our tears and all our prayers, you said you bottle them up in heaven and keep them for us, for your praise and glory. Thank you, dear God, for being our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight.